Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today, we are going to talk about uh, recruitment issues at DOD. Because they have said, hey, we're having trouble recruiting, and people have come out with their reasons, and they're trying to spin it to fit their narrative. I, for one, am shocked to find readiness issues in this establishment. Shocked, I say. But, to be honest, most of it actually doesn't have to do with what I've been talking about on the channel for, I don't know, years. Okay, so let's run through the biggest issues when it comes to military recruitment. The target recruitment age for new enlistees, 17 to 24. Under normal circumstances, 29% of 17 to 24-year-olds are eligible for military service. Okay? They fit the requirements. Right now, that number is 23%. That's a reduction of almost a fifth. It's a big deal. That is actually the majority of it. A smaller recruitment pool means less recruits. You don't have to have a high ASVAB score to figure that out. So why did the recruitment pool shrink? Number one, criminal records. The over-criminalization of things, treating everything as a felony, probably isn't a great idea. It is now having national security impacts. The next, substance use. Yeah, yeah, that's still disqualifying. Um... And then the last one is obesity. That has shrank the recruitment pool. Therefore, there's less recruits. Seems simple. Now, add into that that in their survey, in DOD survey, they found out that 57% of those who, who don't want to serve think that service will emotionally or physically break them. Why would they think that after 20 years of war? Seeing their friends with prosthetics and PTSD. That probably factors into it a little bit. Um, now, so how bad is the problem? Through April, the Army was hitting 68% of its goals. Right? Okay. So, a fifth, about 20%, gets taken care of by the smaller recruitment pool. It explains it. But that doesn't take us down all the way. That only takes us to 80%. And we need to get to 68%. Okay. COVID makes it harder to recruit. It's harder to schedule meetings. It's harder to have events that recruiters can show up to, so on and so forth. The other thing is, there's a hot job market right now. I know there's a lot of doom and gloom about the economy, but the job market is doing incredibly well. In fact, it's doing as well as it has in 40, 50 years. Incidentally, the last time DOD had this kind of issue was in 1973, when a lot of these other factors were at play. Okay. <clears throat> So that takes care of a lot of it. There's no way to quantify how much COVID 
or the job market is impacting recruitment, but it's going to be a pretty big chunk, right? Because right now we're only talking about trying to figure out that extra 10%. Okay, so that leads us to the fact that only 9% of those eligible have any interest in joining. One out of 10. One out of 10 of that 23% have interest in joining. Why? Falling patriotism. That has a lot to do with it. And right now, the uh, MAGA crowd, they're like, see, we told you. No, y'all aren't the solution. Y'all are the problem. You want to go fight and die for something that isn't great? Probably not, right? It's not great now. we got to make it great. You want to be called losers and suckers if you don't make it back? Probably not. Not great for morale. Especially when that claim might come from the sort of person who would want to award themselves the Medal of Honor even though they didn't have the courage to lead their troops. Stayed hidden away in the dining room while others went and did the fighting. Not exactly Medal of Honor material, just saying. Uh, Do you want to fight for a, a country that is actively trying to take away your rights? No. I mean, that wouldn't make sense. Do you want to uh, join a place, join an outfit that might send you to a state where you, your dependents, going to be treated as second-class citizens? Where your kids or spouse can't get the health care that they could elsewhere? I mean, from what I remember, I, I think the goal of DOD was to try to recruit smart people. What about fighting for a country that doesn't own up to its past? Make America great again. And then when you, when you find out where, when the again was, when they're referring to, it's a period where a whole lot of people who wear a uniform wouldn't have rights. I mean, that can't be good for morale. That's probably not good for recruitment. What about if a major political party in the country votes against getting extremists out of the military? You want to fight alongside people like that? Probably not. What about voting against uh, them getting health care if they were exposed to toxic substances? Republicans did that too. You're not the solution, you're the problem. What you want, the idea, is to wave that flag and teach people lies that they know are lies in school, indoctrinate them, and claim that that's patriotism. It's not. If you don't want to make the country better and move forward, you are not a patriot. 
these are the issues. These are the issues. The overwhelming majority of it has to do with the demographic thing. A large portion of what is left has to do with the current situation involving the public health issue and involving the economy and a strong job market. The rest of that, yeah, it's up for debate. But I can't see people wanting to fight and lay down their lives for a country that tells them constantly that they're not welcome, that they're not wanted, that they're the problem, that allows them to be gunned down with no accountability. that allows them to be othered and villainized for the sake of political expediency. If the government, namely one political party, will other them and leave them behind just for votes, I imagine they would do it in uh, other places. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.